Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of All Be the Judge That. I'm your host, Evan Ryan Lewis. And I am your co-host for this episode, Adam Eagorock. How are you, Adam? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Um, we have a guest here, so I think we should get right into it. But um, I'll lay out some context first. Yes. When people come up to me on the street, the number one question I get besides, will you take a selfie with me? Mm-hmm. Do you take the selfies with the people, by the way? You know, our fan base is, is so international mm-hmm. that sometimes it's difficult to understand what they're saying. Mm-hmm. But then they whip out their phone and I said, sure. Yeah. I, I always say, no, screw you. Right. And that's the difference between you and I. But the number one question I get on the streets when our fans come up to us besides can I take a selfie with you is how do you come up with all the topics? Mm. We've done like 300 some odd topics at this point. People keep saying, how do you come up with all the topics? Well, secrets out. We actually have a writing staff, a very talented team of writers who are hard at work. That team of writers reports to our head writer. Head writer. And the head writer, Kyle Nathanson, is on the show today. Kyle, welcome back. How are you? I'm great. How are you too? Wow. Give the fans a hello. hello. People have been calling in and reaching out. Who is that guy? You know, ever since Evan started putting photos of the people, of our guests' face, we've gotten a lot of like, damn, you know? <laughs> for Only good and for bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, what's it like running a writer's room for the podcast, Kyle? What can you tell us? It's tough work. Um, to put it candidly, it's uh, it's not easy. Topics are uh, they're easy to come by, but they're also hard to come by, as you both know. So it takes it takes a lot of work. Well, thank you for all your hard work you do for us day in and day out. The show would not be what it is without you and your your diligent staff. Um, thank you for coming on the show. These topics you have are ones that you've come up with, though. Correct. Oh uh, no, one was sourced. Oh really? Wow. Um, From the uh, writers' another, room. Yeah, the writers' room. Another up and comer, great writer. His name's Jack. Um, he our, has our a bright, resident a bright dating future. expert, resident dating expert, bright future. Is it a dating Jack. topic? It's not a dating topic, but it's a great one. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, should we kick it off? Does anyone have a story of the week or should yeah, I, got, I got a quick story. Of the all week. right. What do yeah. you got for us, Adam? We, I mean, I always find it funny that I get all these stories and all I want to do is call Evan, right? And share the story and I can't, and I have to wait for, for days like today to share it. So I'm driving down Inglewood Boulevard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Rush hour traffic. I'm setting the mood here. 5.30 p.m. Driving south. Stuck. Bumper to bumper in a two-lane road, right? So I can't... You can't turn anywhere. And you're kind of in a residential-ish area. And I'm stopped at this, like, triplex that was elevated. And, like, you tuck under parking. And there's all these construction guys. Like, kind of, like, very blue-collar guys. And they were shoveling, like scooping out with giant buckets, dirt and mud and like what I could only think of is a broken sewer pipe, right? And they would take it and carry it up the hill, like, you know, heavy bucket all wobbly and stuff, trying not to spill in their shoes and like gently dump it onto the grass. Now there's like four guys doing this and I'm still stopped in this bumper to bumper, like rush hour traffic. So I'm watching this. I'm, I don't, I'm watching the first guy gently dump it. The second guy gently dump it. The third guy grabs the, the bucket. Now, he is a much scarier guy than the other guys. He carries it up like no problem. You know, the other guys were like double fisting, like walking up gently. He's like just pounding away, takes the bottom of the bucket, the top of the bucket, walks right up to my car and just chucks the thing and it just splashes like you know in the passenger side of my of my car what was it 
I, I don't know, but clearly this was something that you didn't want where they had it. So, uh-huh. like, you know, they wanted uh-huh. to dispose of this. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I roll down my window as he turns away, and I'm like, hey, can you pour it on the grass? And he told me to F off. And now I don't know what to do because I'm stuck, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I can't turn anywhere. I'm like, what do I, I, I didn't know what to do. It was, I rolled back up the window and just like, prayed it wouldn't happen again and then i'm watching the first guy go back up i'm like it's only a matter of time i'm clocking here you got i got i got 90 seconds this light better change you know and i got out of there so but what, was, do we, what do we think was on the car i think it was a broken sewer pipe it was disgusting like what are you doing doing that well i don't know if there's a topic or anything but i was just like this is wild your car is so ugly it could only improve with a sewer bucket you're porn. damn right yeah. i don't drive a land cruiser <laughs> sorry to hear that great story wild wild captivating fascinating okay and and let's hear from our guest (laughs) how are you gonna top that one kyle that's a tough one to beat but i think this one this one's got got a lot of meat on the bone so let let me dive in topic number one this is sourced by our man jack do restaurants need to disclose pricing on either their menu or specials Yes, they do. They never do it on the specials. They're always like, we have the we have the tuna, which is blah, 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 butter, blah, blah. And they never tell you how much it costs. Exactly. Yeah, they so should. So should they? Yes, they should. You, you mean like without you asking? Without no, you asking. asking, they say no. Like that's No, of course. With that, should they tell you in general? Should it be like a... At the end of the specials speech, it should be, and it's twenty five ninety nine or whatever. What, what I try to do, right? Because on the menu, you, you always see MP, right? Market price. And it's usually with like the the seasonal thing, right? If it's a fish or something. And then you're reading the description. And in my head, I'm trying to do the math of like, okay, let's look further down. Okay, the chicken's got the asparagus, but so does the special, right? And the chicken only costs 25 but ooh, but the steak is 75 Like, mm-hmm. where do where does this fish fall, right? right? Is it 50 Is it less than the chicken? Like, what is MP? Is it like, you know, a guy in the back, what's it today? It's a... 29 you know like you don't know and what market are they getting it from right too? what is this market price you yeah. checking futures right and why can't they tell you the day of i don't get it why it's such a secret i never order that stuff because i don't want to be blindsided like chances are it's not going to be less than you thought it was if they're not going to tell you on the menu you know right yeah well usually like i'm okay with restaurants telling the special without the price as long as it falls within the entree prices that are already on the menu you know, you, it's forty dollar entrees normally, and the special might be forty five, or right. fifty. But I'll tell the the follow up story. So the reason this this came about. So Jack went to Fia. Do you guys know that spot? Uh-huh. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's a pretty nice restaurant as is, and so then the menu prices are like anywhere from. Is that one in four, Santa Monica? It's on. It used to be like the Wilshire on Wilshire. Okay, yeah, it's like yeah, well, yeah, you yeah. know. Uh, so I think menu prices are anywhere from like forty to sixty on the high end, or you know maybe okay. seventy tops. And he's there with his girlfriend, his girlfriend's sister, who he'd met for the first time, and some of their friends. So there's like six of them, and he just met them all. And one of the, they lift off, lifts off the specials, and one of them was the ribeye. And he like looked at his girlfriend. He's like, you want to you split that? And she's like, yeah, let's do that. So the food comes. They also split a salad, and the salad was like huge. And so he's like, oh, shit, if this, the salad's big, like the steak's going to be massive. And it comes on like this huge sizzling platter. It's like oh, half the yeah. table ribeye. He's like, oh, no, I wonder how much this thing's going to cost. Like, this is a pretty decent restaurant. Right. Bill comes. The steak, 
190 dollars oh $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190? $190
Versus stiffing them. Yeah. What if it's like a bag of change? Oh, that's, this is, okay, that's a different story. This is so interesting. So when I was younger, we used to make these like prank videos for fun. And one of the pranks that we did was we ordered food and we hit a camera. I was like, you know, whatever, 16. And I had a giant pockets filled with pennies. And I paid the guy one cent at a time. <laughs> Just literally like digging in deep, digging in deep. And that was before like you could pay on your phone, you know? I probably would have asked the guy if he had a Venmo account. Right. That's actually yeah, not a bad that's, idea. That's a good idea, yeah. Yeah. I think everybody should walk around with like a barcode over their head. Yeah, I think in some countries it's like even the homeless people are out there with their QR codes. Right. Yeah. yeah. I I go with don't tip the guy. Yeah, then first giving him like or, a or unless of- you give him over tip. Like if you gave him like the brick, uh-huh. like the whole roll uh-huh. of ten dollars, yeah. be uh-huh. like shit, sorry man. You want here you go. And just like the one, you know, pull transaction. So you think how I'm better off giving him like a handful of quarters mm-hmm. than nothing at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so awkward. But, he see, was it's, not it's, expecting it's it. Currency. Yeah. What, so you did. I gave him some quarters, yeah. I gave was, him a handful of quarters. Was he happy or what was his reaction? I would say he was more perplexed than anything at all. Maybe he had to do laundry when he yeah, was yeah. Right. And he's yeah. like, oh my, he was like, this is, can you believe right. this? Quarters are kind of hard to find. On some level, if you need quarters, they're like better than getting the dollars. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I, I was a, doing him a favor, it turns out. I actually have like three, I have like $30 worth of quarters in the rolls in my safe. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like, I know one day there, this is going to be worth a lot to me. You know, to me, not like mm-hmm. more than $30, but like. You know how annoying it is to go, and then you can't get more than two rolls at the grocery store. Yeah, they're like protective over these things. Yeah, you can't. And then there's only certain times they, and not all all the cashiers don't have. Hey, Stephanie on Clark two on Vile two. You got you got any quarters? I don't have any quarters. Check with Jack. It's like going out. It's chaos. Okay, so I think we're all in agreement to give him the quarters. I don't think so. I think stiff him. Unless you're giving him the brick. Either a brick or stiff him. Brick or stiff. Okay. Yeah. Nice stiff brick for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Can I throw another one in here? Yeah, yeah. Throw it up. Buttercup. Okay. So w- let's say you get invited to a wedding and you get a plus one mm-hmm. and you're not in a relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you have to bring someone that there's like some chance of a romantic excuse along with them? Or can you just bring like a buddy? You know, like if I get a plus one to a wedding or if you get a plus one to a wedding, whatever. Do you have to bring like a girl who is single and maybe with you when I would way rather just bring Kyle? Here you go, Kyle. I have a story for this one, but I'll, I'll let you go first. What do you think? I, I, I also have an interesting story. I don't think you can bring just, yeah. Like you get a plus one. You get a. Right. You don't get a romantic one. A romantic plus. You get they don't a plus really one. specify. And the thing is, you get a plus one to make the single person more comfortable at the wedding. Right. So, like, why does it have to be... Like, if I want to be comfortable at the wedding, I'm bringing Kyle. What happened to me? Nah, nah. You and I, I went to I, a wedding together. We went to two weddings together. You left early. <laughs> I did leave early. Exactly. Yeah, Kyle's I'll, there at the I'll end doing shout there, yeah. on the dance floor, you know? That's a good, this is a great topic. What do you think? I think it's, first of all, like when you get a plus one, I, I don't know. I've, I've never really gotten just like a plus one if you're not dating someone. Usually it's just. I have. 
Really? Yeah. Because I've officiated a wedding once, so they gave me a plus one, which was nice of them. They don't really specify if, what the gender has to be. I, like, I, I think the unwritten rule is you, you got to bring... I Frankly, I... There's so much, right? Like the unwritten rules, you have to bring somebody uh, uh, that you'd be interested in dating. With your sexual preference. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I agree. Thank you. I agree. I agree. And I think it's kind of foolish. I think if you get a plus one, you should bring whoever would make you most comfortable at the wedding, which is kind of the point. Right. Like you want to bring your sister or your cousin or someone you'd like to hang out with? Actually, now that you bring this up, I got invited. I was the, like, best man at my buddy's wedding and at the time i was not dating someone and i got a plus one it was back in philadelphia in which my brother happened to be home mm-hmm. so and my brother knows him. he's a childhood friend You're right so i asked my brother i said do you want to be do you want to come and i didn't really care because it was like i was like the best man in the wedding you know like it was like my boy mm-hmm. but i didn't tell him like i didn't i wasn't i was just rsvp'd for two and you brought your brother yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Mr. Maybe you can do this. Igor Rock. Yeah. He was the best man in this, though. And it's clearly a close friend. Well, if you get a plus one and you don't have a serious relationship, you're probably pretty close with the couple getting married. Yeah, that's true. So let's wrap this one up. Can you bring a buddy as a plus one, Kyle? <sighs> I think you can, but you probably shouldn't unless you're the best best man. And Adam, can you bring a buddy? I, I, I want to say no. I, I think for me, the answer is no. And this is a great time to remind everybody that you can vote on our Instagram at JudgePod on Fridays. Uh, Kyle, you want to throw a topic in? Okay, on the topic of weddings, this this might ruffle some feathers out there, but if someone invites you to their wedding, do you have to invite them to yours? Mm. And does your answer differ whether or not you actually went to their wedding or not? Mm. I, I, I don't think that any of this stuff is reciprocal. That's my feeling. I don't think that if you are in someone's wedding, they have to be in yours. I don't think if you got invited to someone's bachelor party, they have to be invited to yours. I don't think any of it's reciprocal. I think you should just do what's best for you. It's your wedding. That's my stance. I, I, this has actually been bothering me a lot is this exact question. Cause some weddings I get invited to and I'm like, do I need to now invite them? Like I do weren't. Not that I'm getting married, but they weren't even on my list. Like, how did I make the invite, you know? Well, your life changes so much. And, like, who you get, who you invite to your wedding is a lot based on, like, your long-time friends. And also, like, who you're good friends with in the moment. Like, you look around For the table sure. at someone's wedding. It's, like, who their coworkers are, who they happen to be really close with, blah, blah, blah. Three or four years from now, it's not always the same people. So, right. like, I think about the weddings I went to several years ago. You know, maybe they were not as close now as we were. Maybe they wouldn't invite me now, you know? So I don't think, like, you have to have, keep this, like, long list. Everyone who's invited me, blah, 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 bachelor party, etc. I don't think it's reciprocal. I, I uh, don't even years, I don't know. Evan's eating lobster at this guy's wedding, and he, <laughs> yeah. he sees all the photos of Evan getting married. And right. just doesn't even Nothing. get the, not even a pity invite. Well, I just don't think it's, like, really related. Like, who I want at my wedding, like, whatever the criteria is for that, I don't think, like, did I go to theirs is really, like, that important. I would, well, that, that brings up the second part of your topic too, is like, does that change if like you, I mean, you have a kind of a blanket statement, which I get and, but yours is kind of the second part is like, you know, if you RSVP no, and you're like, well, I didn't even go to your wedding. So just cause you invited me doesn't mean I have to invite you cause I didn't even go. 
What do you think, Kyle? It, so I don't like this topic. It's, it's too, tough. It, it's such a good. It's a great topic. I I, I don't like I, the feeling I'm getting at this. Yeah. I think it does change it if you didn't go to their wedding because then it's like you don't feel as bad. And I like Evan's stance of just saying it's my life, my wedding, I could do what I want. But I, I personally just feel the feel guilt if I don't invite someone. So I would say you need to if you attended their wedding, you invite them. If you're not as close to them, maybe they won't they won't come. But mm-hmm. you went to their wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, but people get married like you know especially nowadays like people get married way later people are going to get married multiple times you know like you're going to get <laughs> you'll make the next one <laughs> yeah but, no but seriously like if you're second or third marriage when you're 50 you have to invite the guy who you were friends with when you were 26 no i think like, that's different is there than, a few-year buffer like, then yeah then like a couple if, years you know i i mean i just don't think it's reciprocal i really don't i i'm i want to agree with you i want to you know i because i always wonder like some weddings i get invited to and i go and I'm like, you know, what? like I don't really know the person that well. You know, like why am I here? And like, there's no way that when they're like up there having the best night of their entire life, they're looking out at the crowd and being like, "What is Adam doing here? Like, why did I invite him?" You know. Well, and so, I don't want that feeling when I'm getting married. Can I tell you something? Some people have like smaller circles of friends than others. Right. There's nothing right or wrong or good or bad. But some people are like that. Some people are like just able to maintain relate like close relationships with like 50 people, and some people only need like 10. And I think that what happens is that the husband and the wife, they each say, okay, we're each going to invite, you know, 70 members of our family each and 40 members of our friends each, you know? And so like, let's say the girl has a lot of friends. She's like trying hard to figure out which 40, but then the guy might only have like 20 friends and he's like kind of like scratching the bottom of the barrel, you know, and it might be vice versa. And sometimes you're like, oh, okay. You know, like I'm only getting invited because they had like a too big of a room or not big of a family, you know? Right. Like Every wedding is so different, you know? It's That's, a lot. That that is interesting. If like every that. wedding was the same number of people, right, it'd be different, I think. But every, and like, if you had the same amount of, friends I mean, look at what happened in yeah. COVID, where people had like backyard weddings with like their families. You know, right. like I I don't know. I don't think weddings should be reciprocal. While we're on the topic of weddings, I have a wedding topic. I throw it in. Well, are you? You're kind of screwed. You have such a massive group of friends that you're very close with. Yeah, but I'm like a like a mile wide and an inch deep kind of thing. You know, like it's very <laughs> surface level with a lot of people and like. Not very deep. Interesting. Okay, continue. Okay, here's my wedding topic. What the fuck is going on with the wedding start times? Sometimes it says 5 o'clock. The bride's hoofing it down the aisle at 5.02. Sometimes it says 5 o'clock. You're like the first guy there, and it's like they don't get started until like 6.30. Right. What the fuck's going on around here? Is it like... Is this off the cuff? Do you have this written down? It was written down word for word. What the fuck is going on with (laughs) wedding start times? Because I can't figure it out. This is hysterical. It's usually like if it's a five o'clock wedding, you show up at five and it's like a cocktail hour. Not and every it, time. We showed up to one. Yeah. And we got the yeah. last seat. Yeah. And the, the bride came down the aisle 30 seconds after we did. And then, and then we went the to cocktail. another one a few weeks later where we were like hanging out with the grandmas, you know, for an hour before anyone got, got there. We literally j- barely made the first one. Yeah. Yeah. So but, I don't get it. I don't know what kind of weddings you guys are. I've been to a lot of weddings and it's always clearly laid out. Either there's a cocktail hour and then it starts at whatever time. I've never. If, I've let's never say there's no cocktail this. hour. Wait, a, wait. No, the cocktail hour happens after, after the ceremony. After the ceremony. Oh, I just yeah, went to one yeah. that was before. but uh, I mean, I like that move better. Actually. I really like that. Yeah. It's a, a great touch. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Okay. But regardless, the, the, the start times, I've never really experienced 
what you're what you're saying right now. Wow. All right. Well, you can just <laughs> you want to rec- want to recuse this yourself. Actually, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Some things start on time. Some things don't. This Who? always bothers me. Movies. If it says seven o'clock, the curtain's going down at seven. You know. All right. Concerts starts at eight. Who knows when the band's gonna get there? They might show up the next day. For all you know, there's no consistency there. You know. No, there is. It's expectation. That's the ch- that's the changing thing. Weddings need to pick a lane. Are we gonna start? I, on I time? agree with the the wedding thing, but the concert thing is like. I know that, and, and we know, my, my concert buddy over here, Kyle, that 8 o'clock, the, the show doesn't start till 10. Right. Everyone knows we that know, about everyone concerts. Everyone knows that. Right. And everyone and, knows in about- In the movies, you know that the curtains go down at 7, but you, you got this 20 minutes of previews. of previews. Comedy shows start on time. Some things start on time, some things don't. Weddings need to pick a lane. Do you want right. to start on time or no? That's fine either way. I think that I think the person. You know what would be interesting? Like you know, how comedy shows where it's like not the main guy starts at five. Right? Mm-hmm. If the wedding started at five and like <laughs> the cantor, the priest, right. or like or it's like the, the aunt giving a speech was just yeah. like chopping it up for yeah, a bit, you know, no get better. it warm, yeah. warm the crowd right. up for a little. Let's do a little crowd work right. before we get here. Oh, what's that, Aunt Susie? Nice dress. Okay, right. we the got wedding it. starts at five. It's like yeah, but that's just like the opener. Like right. she right. won't go on till six. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I, I, yeah, so Kyle, you, you recuse yourself. Uh, Cole, what the fuck is going on with wedding star times? I, for somebody who's very punitive of the of the hours mm-hmm. of the day, I'm huge fan of, of the buffer, the wedding buffer. The the wedding invite should say four o'clock if you think you're going to walk down the aisle at five. Yeah, I agree. May, or maybe just put that on the damn invite. Right, like come anytime between two and five right. but i'm walking down at five and your ass better be in a chair prepared <laughs> right i you agree know? make it yeah someone has to sort this out because it's, it's outrageous it should be on the invite yeah all right my, you know my invite is gonna be like 1202 right this is what will happen <laughs> right okay um kyle we have time for one more topic what do you have for us chop it up buttercup you got another one adam no topics today huh not allowed when getting let's just say someone does something nice for you a friend helps you with something at work or whatever around your house and you want to pay them back by getting them a gift uh-huh say you want to get them a, usually it's alcohol right it's like oh let me get you a bottle of wine right, or right. whatever can that individual if you ever ask them to like oh would you prefer this or this can that individual then say actually like if you don't mind i'd rather just like have cash instead <laughs> can you do that or is that just completely the most weird and unacceptable if you don't even want the bottle of wine or you don't want their what they're going to offer can you just ask for cash instead? I, me personally, I say hard no. Absolutely not. You can't default to cash, which is I- ironic, right? I, f- I almost feel like if, on Friday, let's put up a poll of would you prefer a $35 bottle of wine or $35 in cash? I, I think cash is a horrible gift. I've always maintained it's that. It's always a bad gift. It's just so impersonal. Like, What's $35 in cash going to do for you? But if it's like, oh... My buddy got me this bottle of wine, like this experience. This is, you know, that makes a memory out of it. It's not really about the money. It's about the gift. What do but you think? I'd, I'd always prefer the cash. Which is interesting. I, yeah. I think you can never ask for cash. But I had a recent experience where uh, this never happened to me before. But the first time I lived in a, a building and the, the t- there were people that would be at the what are the attendance or mm-hmm. at, the, at the building mm-hmm. and i got to know them over the year and a half that i was living there great guys and when i was moving out i said hey like i'd love to get you've been amazing i'd love to get you like do you drink wine or because uh-huh. i didn't know if they drank or not right right i was like do you drink wine or or you know hard alcohol i'd love to get you a bottle and he's and he's like 
to be honest, and he went into this whole sob story about how he has bills piling up. He's like, you know, I, I would really just prefer cash. Like, That's if, if you don't mind. And I was like, whoa. You know what's great for bills piling up? Tequila. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so that $40 bottle of wine I was going to get him turned into a $100 cash tip. Because now he's poured his sob story out. I'm not going to just give him, what's $35 towards his bill? Yeah. At least $100 <laughs> at least helps a little bit. Oh, so right. my God. it was a power move. But uh, I don't he think he told you, you a situation? Because he told me a situation, a right. sob story. You're like, 40 bucks won't even get SoCal gas off of it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So uh, I was taken aback. It was what he needed and wanted. And he didn't ask for $100, but I kind of felt bad at that point. But No, I don't think you can do you that. Can't, yeah, I agree. And it was a little bit... No, I think if someone gets you a gift, you should just be grateful for whatever it is. This is... That's nuts. I... I yeah. Yeah. I had somebody gave me the sob story about how they were trying... They gave me like the, the thought process of the gift and then ended up giving me cash. They gave me cash and then shared with me the thoughtfulness of like why they ended up with cash. We know how much you love cash. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were like, you know, I really wanted to get you this. And then I called my friend and I, and I didn't know what kind of surfboard fins you liked. And I was shopping for these. And like, I thought of this and like, I couldn't decide and I didn't know. And I'm not an expert in it. So but I then get a gift card cash. to a surf shop. Right. Well, that, they, they that gave adds- me a, a cash gift card. And then no, that's cash. Right. When I got it, I'm driving home, listening to our podcast of, so that's who's been listening <laughs> <laughs> of the episode of like, if I, if we go out to dinner, can I pay with a gift card? Uh-huh. And I was like dying thinking that now I just got this gift card right. and I was like stoked to go out to dinner and just be like, oh, let's split the bill, but I'll cover this portion with a gift card. Right. right. So it was one of the Visa gift cards. It was so that's what you're calling cash. No, I think that cash. totally plays. Uh, no, you're talking no, about dollar, that's dollar cash. bills. No, I the game physical. Hard. No, there's no hard. difference between a check bills or a Visa gift card. It's all cash. I think that's it's all equally okay, as a personal. So then can you get someone a gift card to a store? Of course. But that's what's the difference between a the gift card? The difference is there's thoughtfulness. Like, I know you surf. I got you a gift card to Val Surf. Right. I know how much you don't like quarters. Here's a stack of quarters. Right. I think, uh, like, the gift well, card is, is, is lazy. It's not as lazy as cash. It's not as impersonal as cash because there's some thought into it, at least. But if you get someone Val Surf and you're like, well, on it, to be honest, I'm. I'd rather go to this surf shop because I. Thanks mm-hmm. that you. I like surfing, but now I don't even know what to do with my Val Surf gift card. Mm-hmm. Then you're in a predicament where if they gave you cash, you could use it wherever you want. Well, obviously, cash card. has the highest utility. It would be dope if you woke up just with like a hundred dollars Venmo to you. Like, I'm not complaining about that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it, yeah, I don't know. It's just not as thoughtful. I I, I agree with. You. Um, all right, well that's all the time we got. But uh, Kyle, thanks so much for joining the show. Yeah, thanks, boys. A lot Thank of fun you, being Kyle. here. Uh, keep up the great work in the writers' room. Keep uh, keep them uh, on top of their tasks, and we hope to see you back in the studio soon. I'll be back. All right, thanks everybody. We'll be back next week. <laughs>